0: and Philip Lano's, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Thank you for tuning into the War Room, YK, of NeoStrategy. How are you?
1: Superb, superb. Thank you for having me here.
0: Yeah. Look, I like to start the conversations off with one question in particular because of what it does for the tone, right? Now, so far, I've gotten the sense that you are a very prepared person, even though you're also welcome to new information coming in and and making something from that. But I do get a sense, like a strong, concerted effort sense of being prepared, which makes sense as a strategist, right? It it, it seems to be your bent and personality. So I have to ask, uh, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? no. I see okay, and now, how did you decide to break away from the path that you're generally coming from?
1: yeah, so I come from a typical um you know corporate career background, so I had worked in corporates for twenty years so i I got into this out of uh, i would say a uh, bit of a pain and bit of a luck, so both together so i I'm always a freedom seeking guy I always want to do something on my own um, something that stands out a unique type of thing so I didn't knew what, type, what I could do what I would do uh, but I continued in a typical normal corporate world for 20 years and then finally I found what I'm good at so that's where I ended up starting my own consulting company called New Strategy so okay. it's basically the two things freedom Plus, what I'm good at. I wanted to combine both.
0: That's it. Freedom. This is something that Jason and I constantly highlight, but Jason always calls it out. He's like, see, this is what I love about the stories that I'm listening to. It's always driven by freedom. Uh, Is that accurate, Jason? Have I, have I, have have we, how many people have we had say that the reason they started business was for freedom?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always the, it's always the underpin of most entrepreneur or business owners is it's this idea that, you know, we want the freedom to be able to allocate our time the way we want to do it. So on and so forth. We want to work with the people we want to work with uh, and all those things. Right. And that's, it's, you know, entrepreneurship and business ownership. I mean, it's, it's not for everybody, obviously, if it was, if it was easy, everybody'd be doing it. So um, it's not easy. It's, it's a challenge most of the time. Right. And, but the challenge is worth it when you're able to work in your own space. Right. And, you know, Somebody's always in charge of you no matter what. If it's not somebody that's in charge of you, it's then your customers are in charge of you. So <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. you're, you're always reporting to somebody no matter what. But the difference is is you get to pick and choose who you get to report to. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: So more than you see yes, one is the reporting part, so more than reporting, it's just the freedom of expression, right? So you 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 have to have that platform and the even new for you to express your talents and strength so so some places are not right for you some places are good for you but eventually i kind of you know found out that the best place for me to be is operate in a space where i'm i'm good at and also having that freedom to do uh, at, on my terms as you rightly said on my terms doesn't mean that i don't have a customers i don't have a you know responsibility you would have but you would love to How those kinds of responsibilities,
0: that's the difference. Yeah. And I can imagine in the corporate world, that wasn't necessarily a freedom you had access to. Even like, I'm sure they didn't allow you to jump on the projects you wanted to jump on to work with the people you wanted to work on. Is that the primary reason why you stepped away or were you just Mm -hmm. tired after 20 years? You're just like, I just need to do something different no
1: see all my 20 years of corporate i had uh, you know some extremely good times and some are normal boring whatever this thing so i think it was like uh, you know it's not about the projects it's not about the bosses or anything it's just about uh, you know the talents that i have i have i wanted to do it in my own way see it's simple like this right so you know you're working in a large corporate right you work under some frameworks and methodologies your creation normally doesn't come out naturally because there are systems process methodologies frameworks. So you you have to work under the framework so nothing wrong with it just that for me i wanted to express it in my own way and i didn't knew what it was so it was very thrilling and very interesting to see creating something out of nothing so that's what excited me so if i had to continue i would have continued in corporates. i don't think it would have been extremely problem but then i found something what i'm good at so that's where uh-huh. all this journey started so yeah, a lot of people. I think. See, it's it's not. Uh, you know, I I don't believe that it's like a corporates are bad. This is bad. That is bad. Just that you need to figure out what your true. You know, I uh, you know needs are what your true passions are, what your true strengths are, and then whichever platform it gives you you can do it. There are some people who are uh, who do extreme level in corporate, so it suits for their uh, personality. So it didn't suit for me uh, so well. I mean. At the same time, I did reasonably well uh, in all the corporate, my, uh, my corporate career. It's just that I found a lot more I could do, you know, when I'm on my own. It's as simple yeah. as
0: that. You can squeeze more juice out of the work as an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah, lot, yeah.
1: Yeah, lot more opportunities, a <laughs> lot more challenges, a lot more revenues, bigger world, right? So, so this is what I wish I could have done literally, but no regrets because all my 20 years of corporate background had given me the base and the platform and the and the, the profile, so which helps. But I'm glad I could do it at the age of 42, I believe, when I started. So 42 or 41. So very nice. It's been like three and a half, close to four years now uh, since I started this. Uh, yeah, extremely happy, extremely fulfilled, extremely. I every mo- minute of my life I look forward. So there is no single day or minute or uh, you know time I had you know anything like you know uh, resistance in, inside me. So it's always. Looking forward, every strategy session gives me a lot of dopamine. So that's what I look forward.
0: That's an interesting, yeah, breakdown. It seems that you find that the the work itself is rewarding, and that's that's really a trigger. I think not enough people pay attention to. I'm I'm glad that you brought that up. Now, my my curiosity is: is Neo Strategy the first company that you started, and it just it's just been successful since?
1: Yes, this is my question. This is my first venture. See, I didn't knew all of these things, to be honest. So I was fortunate enough to, I was fortunate enough to find all these things. and I I did realize I could figure out and fix things much faster, much better, and much strategically. I had no idea. I thought these are like some rubbish stuff when I was working in corporate stuff. Those rubbish things became like more valuable things. So my ideation, my strategy, my problem solving, I thought uh, like everybody does it kind of a thing, but then. I realized those are really valuable.
0: Do you remember what your first uh, engagement with a client was like uh, when, you, when you first launched? Was that was that rocky or did you just seem to have a knack for it?
1: Yeah. And yes, actually, so yeah, the, my first engagement was one of my you know, known person had asked me about uh, doing some small problem, like recruiting some stuff. So I just t- took that as a challenge uh, and, and I figured out I could easily do it. And, uh, and later on, right, it was, it is very interesting. So none of the things today, what I do, I had no idea that I could do it. It's just that every time when I was actually working with the clients, it just comes out, right? So that's when I realized, that's why I, what I call is the talents, right? The natural talents that you have. So, so the difference between the, the talent versus a skill, skill, you have to learn, practice, but talent just, it opens up, it comes, it comes naturally. So I never had to struggle a single thing Every time I face extremely unknown areas and I never felt any uncomfortable. I I think my problem solving brain actually gets excited about it. So it Mm -hmm. just happened. So, and then the initially first four, five engagements after I have done, I realized that it just is there with me. So there is no looking back. I don't think I had to sit and learn anything. Honestly, this job, what I do, it's just there. So it's as simple as that.
0: Really interesting. Now, you say that you do long-term engagements, like three, four years, right? Mm-hmm. And are you finding that this is the business model moving forward for you? Uh, is this yeah. your current goal to get more clients That, or do you have another goal?
1: Yeah. So actually, I started off with uh, more of an executive coaching. Uh, so one-on-one personal coaching type, initially, very beginning. Within six months or uh, nine months, I found out that I could leverage my other strengths in the business side. Actually, I didn't have an idea that I could do. So uh when I started cracking small, small problems, small, small challenges for entrepreneurs, there's a lot like a reasonably small, I mean smaller engagements, six months kind of engagements. After I have done a couple of uh, you know years of engagements, and I realized that the the for me to bring all my strengths together, like because I had corporate experience, I had done sales, marketing, uh, you know, the account management, different, different kinds of roles uh, in innovation roles and the uh, you know little bit of a delivery so when i took all these things i wanted to basically use them as a packaged way the best way to take it is to work with the company play like a co-ceo role and then grow the company in the long term so any short-term engagement basically either you're fixing a specific problem but the companies that the, the clients the kind of clients i work with that just a simple problem solving is not going to take them to the next thing so that there's no like simple training, shortcuts won't help, right? There are like small, but they need a bigger roadmap, bigger strategy, hand the client for long term. So that is why I choose. And uh, luckily, fortunately, we could create very good results for most of my clients. So that's when I said, hey, I am I am right now in the business of building, you know, uh, we take a businesses at $1 million and then we help them to grow up to $15 to $20 million. So that's the kind of business we make. We don't take like a brand new startups, but we need to, the business need to have a basic uh, revenues, basic teams. That's when we actually keep building the building blocks. Like, for example, we, we work with, I mean, the way we work with, we work with the CEO and the co founding team, and we build the next level teams, and we build the sales, marketing, operations, uh, culture, recruitment, innovation, all those things. So it takes time to build each building block. You know, if you just come and say, hey, I know how to fix your email marketing or I know how to fix sales, it helps, but they, they, they need long-term. Fix. So that's where I could find a, a way to do this. I have built a lot of frameworks, intellectual property we built, it works very well. So one of my strengths is basically the strategy, the other thing is people. So I have a very natural talent to bring both of them together. To work. So if you're just giving a just a PPT or Excel-based strategy. Without considering people, it will be just a PPT. So if you just do people, you'll become a life coach, right? So you have to bring both of them in in a a business. You have to work with the people and strategy together. Fortunately, that's the strength I have, and that's what is needed for most businesses of the segments that I deal with. So that's where the perfect match happened.
0: Yeah, I can see that. It's it's very interesting that you break it down even that way. It It sounds like you spend a lot of time even reviewing what it is you do yourself to get better at sort of explaining how it is you envision you fit into the overall value chain of a of a company's internal operations. It's it's a really interesting way of thinking about it. Yet again, strategic. So there's this lean, yeah. this tendency towards that. Um, with that said, I'm curious, what are your current goals for Neo Strategy? What should the listeners know?
1: Yeah, so we have you know currently close to fifteen plus companies uh, under my portfolio. I'm helping and managing them uh, along with the founders and CEOs. So my goal is really uh, you know to make all these companies to be successful and reach the the, the targets that we agreed. Uh, that's one, and I also am trying to productize my offering. What the way I do? There is a lot of intellectual capability, intellectual frameworks, methodologies we have built. Uh, one of my strength and weaknesses keep creating the frameworks. So now right now it's too much. So I'm trying to productize my offer so that it can be, you know, uh you know extended to more companies. That's what one is the one is that. The second thing is also because we have built so many things in different areas in the business, we want to take one or two areas like sales and marketing kind of thing and maybe create a group offering. Right now I'm all doing more of a one-on-one uh, consulting, more of a strategic consulting and coaching. And I wanted to see that, but really my focus is how do I actually find a way which you know can help the companies to grow to reach to the growth in the fastest way possible. Like I want to bring all the tools, methodologies, science, people, aspect, everything together, package it, and then say the companies who are starting with me can reach in five years, how can they reach in three years? So I'm just trying to really productize and expedite it, make it like a really a proven framework to for the growth. Of course, it also depends upon the type of the company and the entrepreneur's abilities and all those things. But as much as I want to kind of productize so that you know it will really bring significant value to clients in the shortest time.
0: Well, I'm glad you're on on, on this podcast because I think you and Jason would have a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm sure as you're explaining your story, your your approach, your your thinking about the work that you do with Jason's so thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more because you do have a lot of similarities in that in that respect do you have any thoughts Jason on that
2: well yeah actually uh you know YK and I have had some pretty in-depth conversation oh. <laughs> in the past <laughs> we spoke, about like
1: uh, year back in year back Jason
2: yeah uh, yeah my year 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 and a half ago i think it was yeah. probably it's been a little while but but there's a lot of synchronicities between what we do um and and what what he does with his yeah. company. Yeah. Um, there's differences of course, but I mean, there's a lot of things that are very similar the
0: in core. the way that
2: we operate
0: yeah. at
2: the core, which, uh, you know, there, what I found is there's not a lot of companies that they don't truly operate like under their own IP. Right they've went and borrowed other people's IP and this, that, and the other. And, and I know YK that he's like me, he's got his own IP, his own process, all that stuff. And that's, you can't replace that, right? Because that comes with pure experience, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: not, not going to, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but not going to like some other company and like white labeling their IP, right? <laughs> right. That <laughs> yeah. that you don't even know if that shit works or not.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I was uh, you know before I was starting this my own business. Uh, you know the good thing about what I really like about what I have done so far is nothing was copied, borrowed, or uh, you know just uh, used some something else, right. So it's everything concepts that I work with my all my clients knows about some of these concepts they're like very fresh new kinds of things and i was given in a you know this franchisee kind of opportunities uh earlier like you know i can buy this a, a franchisee and you can run but the whole point of me coming out was not to take something <laughs> and do it Then i rather i would have stayed back in corporate and you know just continued like that so my thing is just want to create but so this is what, you know, it says. And also sometimes my, one or some of my close clients told me, hey, YP, you are exposing a lot of your IP. You know, you need to just hide it. I say, you know, it's not out of coming out of overconfidence. It's coming out of my strength. I'll say by the time that the other guy copies my IP, I can create another IP. So don't worry. Sorry. <laughs> 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 so right. It's just purely, you know, that's my strength. It's not uh, overconfidence. It's just like, yeah, we, we you know, on the fly, I can create some new stuff very easily and then i can pick up the cues very fast so so ip is like our strength in fact on that note i would say i re, i last year in india we, i got a uh, what do you call this uh, indias most uh, you know creative uh, creative slash innovative coach of 2021 the mm-hmm. national level business coach award on the creative and innovation coach the reason being this is under the business coaching category the reason being we created I think 26 frameworks so including the one I'll show you, I don't know whether I showed this to Jason. This is one of the uh, planner. It's called Neo Planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is exclusively created for entrepreneurs and executives. So this is again, like like this, we have multiple uh, IPs. As I said earlier, my problem is too much of IP. I'm not trying to <laughs> <standardize>. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, that's not a problem. Yeah, as Jason rightly said, I spoke to Jason. I think he also had his own thought process. That's what I liked about him. And uh, I don't know. Coincidentally, other day I just pinged Hi, and he said, "Hey, would you like to come on to the pod?" I said, "Yes." <laughs> I know um, about you.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: You know this what's really, go ahead. what's really interesting is, you know, people ask me all the time about IP and all this stuff, right? Well, so I've always like really, really had a lot of pride in. Really, every company that we work with, each company, it's its own set of new IP, right? Nothing's the same because you're yeah. trying to create something very customized for a company instead yeah. of just going in and saying, oh, well, here, answer these 900 freaking questions. And then uh, here, we'll give you this notebook full of junk and yeah, hope you can figure it out. Call us back if you can't, and we'll send you another bill and tell you how to decipher it, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. So, with, uh, with, due respect, with due respect to all those you know, folks doing different things. So what I see in my mind, Jason, is there are different things, right? There's a training, mm-hmm. there's a coaching, there's a consulting, there's a strategy, right? I'm not so much of a training guy because i get bored if i do the same thing second time so i am not a training guy right so uh coaching yes we use when i have to coach but like say 30 30 percent of my work involves coaching but essentially i'm into consulting and strategy right so when you're in a strategy or consulting by default it means you are customizing right so yeah. that's where you know the whole group of uh, you know the whole concept of group stuff uh, group coaching or group these things. So for me, it's still a form of another training. So so that's where I myself still not uh, you know got into that thing. But eventually, I would like to do that from a scalability point of view. But otherwise, if you given a choice, I'm more customized one-on-one strategy deep work. because as you rightly said, Jason, no two companies will have the similar kind of setups. Right? While education or training, it's same. You can teach people. How to do marketing, sales, and all. But when you go to the each company, the founders are different. Their culture is different. Their mindset is different. Their businesses are different. Everything. The decision making is different. If it would have been so easy, all the guys would have come from an MBA, from Harvard or Stanford. Would have exactly <laughs> do the same. Okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they don't. The reason because that is general framework. You have to. So that's where the customization has been so helpful for me. Of course, the downside of it is you can only scale so much i am okay with it i am okay with it not to build like thousand people company but i am okay to uh, you know do some good great deep work with like 20 30 50 kind of companies
0: I can really tell that this is where the the juice starts flowing in the conversation because we're breaking things down and talking about how it strategically fits. into It's just the strategic element in this conversation is strong. and I, And I notice here uh, on your website, you talk about Gallup's uh, Clifton Strengths framework. Uh, the, the I remember taking that, and one of my top strengths was strategic. Then it was like learner, achiever, connector, and then intellectual or something or something like that.
1: Yeah, so when you say breaking down, that is strategy, right? Strategic. So I have strategy in three or four. So yeah, it is the strategy. Yeah. So that no. that's the other beauty. Since that you know you brought about Gallup, right? So I I didn't uh, tell you explicitly, but so my one of my the breakthrough that happened when I was shifting my career from corporate to this was about knowing the strengths through Gallup. And that's where actually my problem solving, my strategic, my futuristic, my ideation, all these things came. So that's exactly fits into what I do. It's all about the greatness of our strengths. It's not about individual, anything special. So, so that's what makes it so easy. So the when you ask me, how did you find my first client? I, I find the same thing now. You know, I don't find any difference. It's just that the, I'm able to solve a lot more complex, deeper things now. But yeah, those are my strengths, by the way. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting, yeah, no, I I figured as much. I think this has been a, a really interesting conversation in opening up people to the language and the, the thinking style that strategists. I mean, we have two really solid strategists here who literally do this and help companies solve problems. Talking about you, uh, YK and Jason, you guys both operate on that level. You know, I, I like to think of myself. as as a strategist, but I haven't engaged companies on that level to be able to fit in with the conversation. Yet I can see, respect, and acknowledge the kind of thinking that you both do. And so with that, I think it's a perfect opportunity to now ask if there was someone who was a, I want to be an entrepreneur kind of person, right? Uh, Let's say we're talking about you when you were still in corporate world and you were still like, okay, am I going to do this or not? Right? What would you say to them? Do you have any advice, any rule number one or steps that you would, knowing what you know now, say to them?
1: Well, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm actually planning to write some 10 books, but I just need someone who's <laughs> writing. I can speak. So so every company for me is a book. So I, I work with every person I deal with is a, a, another book. So, yeah. So basically there are many, but since you, I have to tell you, let's say maybe I'll just say it's in simple terms. The first thing, first thing is, it looks a little philosophical or uh, generic or whatever. But the first thing is knowing yourself, right? So knowing yourself is not like uh, Aristotle knowing yourself. It is about knowing your strengths, knowing your values, knowing your beliefs, knowing your patterns, knowing your decision styles, knowing your fears. Uh, All of those things you, you really need to know well. Okay, one of the things that I I find when I work with uh, I work with more than no, close to 200 people not entrepreneur, managers, entrepreneurs managers executives all put together one thing that amazes me is that if people would have known exactly who they are who they are not half of your entrepreneurship problems are solved trust me okay because most of the mistakes most of the issues most of the decisions they take they wouldn't know exactly why they are being that's the first first thing so know, know yourself completely in and out scientifically thoroughly Right, take some help and get get to know your in and out, right? The second thing is building these strength-based uh, teams, okay? Right? It starts from founding team. It starts from partners. It starts from next-level teams. If you know how to minimize your weakness by finding the best guy who can bring that strength. So if you actually really bring that kind of a what I call the A1 team uh, at, a, at a founding member team, the remaining 30% of the problems. for 50%. Know yourself. Remaining 30%, you know, building this thing. Remaining 10%, I would say strategy. 10-15% strategy. Okay, and there are people like me and Jason or someone can help on the strategy. That's that's again just taking somebody's help, right? The rest is all mechanics. Okay, if you figure out this thing, I'll tell you why people talk about product, services, markets, trends, recession, this and that. If you have the people with the right strengths, for example, right? So they'll say my sales is not working. Why it is not working? If you have a person who have, if you have a person in the team who has a natural extraordinary strength of sales, he will figure out whether there is a recession, no recession, up market, down market. So that problem is solved. If you are not able to bring innovation, if you have a person with the highest ISTM, he will rock it. But the problem is, they don't have that complementary team. Say that the, there is one. Disruptor will shake the whole board or there is one rainmaker who will bring too many deals but they don't know how to deliver so if you actually know how to figure this puzzle that's one of my strength actually fitting putting all the puzzle together so this is the second third thing yeah definitely strategy so people knowing yourself building this building the strength based teams third thing is the strategy if you if you can figure these three things i think rest is all fine but if you if you don't know who you are you're trying to do 10 different things it will become an extremely uphill task
0: i love that man thank you yeah, it was well well thought out well said and broken down and i think the most digestible way you could explain such a high level concept right one we're... last
1: point i want to add on that so so the <laughs> reason why i take this approach also let me tell you Because again, I'm talking this from dealing with 50 plus companies, not just one, two companies, right? So if you take the non-strength based approach, you will take the longest path. In business, when you take the longest path, you almost lost the opportunity. Hmm. Right? So you have to take the shortest path. The shortest path is, of course, the strategy, but who will execute the strategy? The people have to execute the strategy. So when you have the people exactly with the right talents, ex- mapped like craft, crafted like that, then it will happen in X. But if you do it in opposite, it will take 10X. By that time, there will be a lot of complications and issues, then whole thing will get into mess. So that's the that's the, that's the reason I am taking this, thing. not because I have some special bias towards strengths, it, because it really makes sense, because business is nothing but set up people. Strategy, execution issues, that issue, people, it will get sorted, okay? Just just focusing on people. So my final, uh, this thing about any entrepreneur, anybody who is venturing into, it, you, know your strength, know your craft, and there is a room for everybody. Hmm. Okay? But if you slightly deviate from that and try to do something, you'll take a longest path.
0: Takes commitment. Yeah. No, I'm with it, man. Um, before we dive into the grand finale, uh, I want to open the floor to Jason to see if he's got any thoughts he wants to share on what you've just said.
2: I mean, he really just couldn't have said it any better than he just said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he definitely honestly, broke it down. Right? Yeah. You know, other than, I mean, adding, adding the things that you provide, like purpose, direction, motivation, and all these different things right into the process of it. Um, you know, that's the leadership part of it. Right. But, but. I mean I couldn't have said it any better. I've nothing to add. Which is not not like me and did not have anything yeah. extra to say, but No, I but think, uh she so broke it down pretty pretty solid right there for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Now I can I can feel the uh the, the level of this conversation and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do try to take the long path. Uh, in fact, I'm one of those hard-headed people who's constantly trying to do things in the complete opposite direction of what you're talking about instead of accepting my strengths specifically for what they are and then just surrounding myself with the remaining missing pieces. It it literally makes no sense but there's something about this idea of control that I think also entrepreneurs uh, some entrepreneurs have a a habit of doing and I need to let go of that. So that
1: itself is a problem. So that itself is if you're if you're trying to control if you're trying to command control that's why I said know yourself 100% (laughs) <laughs> exactly proper. you don't know why why you are doing what you're doing so so i know i have seen such uh, such scenarios also people who are extremely control freak and they want to control everything because they think that they, they only they can do better so that's like basically they're not a delegators right so like this there are many many flavors so as i said right as the other day someone was telling me uh, in one of the form about me saying that you know uh, one day i want to write a book about why i said you know you look you can write a book, but I have fifty books to write about fifty companies. <laughs> the reason because you know there's so much of variety, so much of you know when people say unique, I really, really experience them day to day, day and day day out. Because the 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 company I talk in the morning at ten o'clock and you know eleven o'clock, if I see maybe they are exactly in the similar business, but the way they think, the difference is the human. The the, the differentiating factor is the, the the entrepreneur,
2: not the
0: business so fascinating
2: here's a here's another thing that i want to add to that too and uh that is you know people always think of systematic things right when you hear the term what gets measured gets managed what gets managed gets improved that's a people thing too right yeah so you know you got to measure things in your life and then manage them and improve them and realize that You know, that's not where I need to be right there. Here's my superpower. These are my top three superpowers right here. Then manage and improve those three things, right? And if you truly do that, it's like an aha moment happens. So that's for you, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's funny. This
0: conversation is making me think that content is definitely where I should be, being strategic, being a learner, being an achiever, that already like automatically I'm learning about things and sharing what I've learned. That that makes the most sense for the work that, that I should be like extremely focused on or anything that isn't that. I mean, all the wheels are turning and I'm sure anyone listening, I'm hoping, has had the same thing happen because it's like a, there's a theme here running, Reminds me of an Andy Warhol quote. I think it was, uh, the best, uh, the best art is business, you know, and, and the best business is art in a way where it's like what you're doing, that creative process, hey that you really enjoy, a lot of people don't seem to understand. It's a it's a generative uh experience to sit there and, and create something, a framework, as you an IP, as both of you have been saying. And that that's an art. It takes. Uh, a combination of colors uh, of skill palettes right of experience palettes and just the right amount to create the right dose And these are all things that I think people I hope are learning to appreciate from this conversation and 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 with that said, I think it's time for the grand finale but before we get there I wanna I want to hear it from you where do you prefer for people to connect with you is it social media? is it your website?
1: Yeah, actually, I don't know you guys how much you guys use. Generally, people who are going to uh, who are listening this podcast, but I'm very active on WhatsApp. I don't know whether both of you use WhatsApp. I, I'm super active, so I can share my number. Uh, I mean, it's there. It's there on my uh, website. Yeah, website. You, they can reach out to me through. Um, you know, I have my Calendly link there. My Calendly is there. My WhatsApp number is there. So my email is there. Yeah, I'm very reachable and uh, I respond. To any of these things. So if anyone wants to get some consulting strategy related things, so they can book a session on my website or ping me on WhatsApp, I'm
0: available. Awesome. And that's neostrategy.in, right? Yeah, dot in, yeah, neostrategy.in. Okay, yeah. cool. And then uh, with that said, the grand finale, drum roll, please. I won't do a drum roll. Apparently I'm not good at those. I tried it once before. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the question is, if you could have invited anybody today to sit here and like join the conversation, either as a listener or a contributor, who would you have loved to have had here? And I mean, dead and alive, like anyone.
1: Yeah. So I will tell a bit of a 30 second story and then I'll tell you the name. So when I started this work, this consulting, coaching work. Um, so one of, one, one of my client told me, uh, Hey, you, you, you're working like a big camper. I said, "Who is Bill Campbell?" So, oh, he said, "Oh, you don't know who is Bill Campbell?" I said, "I don't know who that guy." So he said, "You must, uh, you know, read his book called Trillion Dollar Coach." So then I ordered the book. I started reading the book, and I couldn't stop, you know, uh, you know, reading it because every page, every conversation, every example that uh, is written there is basically exactly how I do it. Um, how I'm doing so I didn't know who who he was but we do this what is the commonality is by the way do you guys know who Bill Campbell is
0: no no I'm gonna look yeah. him up so Bill Campbell mm-hmm. is a
1: coach uh, uh, he was a football coach earlier but he became tech uh, CEO uh, later so he coached four companies Google, Apple, Facebook and Intuit okay So I think he coached these companies more than 10 years plus, Um, you know, so like it's outstanding story. The book was, he's no more, by the way, Um, the Google founders, uh, I don't know, a couple of them plus three people, I think, has written this book on Bill uh, about his work with them. So he's like outstanding person. So his clients wrote a book about it, right? So basically, he, he looks at the three things, strategy, people, and innovation. Okay. Right. So that's exactly what we do. We call PBI people business innovation. So mm-hmm. he is exactly the way he builds the team, the way he puts the strategy. He's not that that's the beauty, right? He brings the both strategy and the people together, and then and then on top of it the innovation part. So he, I would say I would have probably interviewed him or spoken to him if he's would have alive. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you, you, guys, you guys should uh, look at.
0: About it. Yeah, I'm looking them up right now. Uh, very interesting, and that would have made for a different kind of conversation because you want to add another strategist to this entire experience. It it would have been insane. All right, well, Jason, go on ahead and let us know. Uh, you know, let us take <laughs> us away, boys.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I always close with uh, thank you. F- you know, for taking the time to be here, sharing your knowledge with our audience. You know, we only have 168 hours in a week and you chose to spend a little time with us today. And that's uh, very cool. And uh, we appreciate that a lot.
1: Thank you, Jason and Philip. I really enjoyed the conversation. First of all, you guys made it so simple. It's a conversation, not like any script-based. So I really like the format. And uh, yeah, hopefully one day I will have my podcast and then I, I will invite you guys. So please be my uh, guests. So I don't know when I will launch, but I will. (laughs) We'll be there. Just let us know.
0: (laughs) We'll be there. Thanks, brother. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Thank you. Happy July 4th.
0: Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.